Hello everybody, sorry for no podcast yesterday. Yesterday was a bit of a thing. Um, the good news is, I got a lot of artwork done, because I couldn't really do much of anything else. Okay, so, Monday night, we're in the house, we had some laundry from the restaurant that needed to get done, and Brian went into the laundry room to start doing that. And all of a sudden, the light over my desk in the living room went out and our backup battery system over here started beeping and he turned the light off lights came back on came back in we were trying to figure out what was going on and the power went out again but just here at my desk like the overhead light stayed on the TV stayed on we have an audio receiver that goes out to our 5.1 system that is so sensitive that like little blips and brownouts because we have those a lot around here don't they, they they're not enough to turn off even the television will flip off the audio receiver and it, it was fine it was still going strong so it was just like this little wall and we couldn't figure out what it was and so he started playing around with things and he found out that there's an extension cord that we have running from the laundry room into the kitchen for some of our appliances, including our dehumidifier. And it had kind of pulled out of the wall. And he pushed it back in, and the power came back on, and then suddenly went out again. And he unplugged it, and the power came back on. And we're like, okay, this is really, really weird, but we needed to get the laundry done, so... He runs into do the laundry and he puts it all in there and he turns it on and the power goes out again. And so we unplugged the washing machine and the dryer and everything that was in that room, turned the power off. I turned off all the machines and stuff that were connected to that circuit because something was obviously wrong with that circuit. But unfortunately, it's like 11 o'clock at night when this happens. And so we have to wait for the next day. And so the next day we call my dad because he's really good with electrical stuff and we don't really have the money to call an electrician and he's got a doctor's appointment. So we have to wait for after his doctor's appointment and I'm really afraid to use a lot of the technology <laughs> that's in the house because most of it is plugged up to that circuit and I don't know what's going on and I'm kind of freaking out. And so... Dad finally gets over at around 3-ish and starts checking all of the electrical lines. And everything seems to be fine. There doesn't seem to be any problem. Power's flowing, power's flowing fine, power's flowing well. And so he thinks that it might be something that was wrong with the cord that was plugged in or maybe with the washing machine itself. So Brian grabs a extension cord, a different extension cord, and takes it into the room and plugs it in and all the power goes up. So, okay, maybe there's something wrong with that outlet. And so they flip the switch, they turn off the power, they pull the outlet out, and here's the crazy part of this whole thing. And Brian probably already threw it away. I should have gotten some pictures of it. Um, somehow, and we haven't figured out how this happened yet, the outlet that in the wall got smashed. I mean, it was... When, when they pulled it out, 
when they when they finally t- took it out of the wall, it's compressed and parts of it are broken. Like it looks like something hit it or punched it or you know, it, it looks like it's taking physical trauma. I have no idea how that happened because it's back in the in the laundry room. It's a very little laundry room and there's no way to get to where it is because of where the washing machine is you'd have to I don't know, stand on top of the washing machine lean over and do something so God only knows how long it's been damaged but it only just started showing the effects of that damage so they pulled it out, they replaced it we've checked all the lines, everything seems to be working fine now and we have power again but how in the world did that thing get damaged in the first place? I don't know. Two men just stepped outside to deal with one spider. It's a large spider. A monster. It's bigger than a half dollar. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually a lot bigger than a half dollar. It's probably two, three inches across. We have big spiders around here. This one, unfortunately, set up right in front of our door and started weaving its webs back and forth between the railings and I don't mean the railings on one side no all the way from one side of the steps to the other side of the steps that way there's nowhere to go except for through the spider web to get down so every morning we tear down the spider web and every night it builds it again you would think that it would get the hint that its work was destroyed on every evening And so maybe, just maybe, it should move on and find another place to build its web. But no, no. Like everything in the heartland, it's stubborn, set in its ways, and gonna go out where it is. Yeah, not happy about it. So, yet again, it had built its web, and now, this time, was just sitting there on the railing, threatening as the door was opened and everyone but Brian is arachnophobic so Brian went out to deal with the beast but he's not sure how to deal with the beast because while he's not arachnophobic he don't like the critters so I don't know what is going to happen to the creature it's probably going to die we gave it its chance we tried to scare it away we thought that destroying its web would give it a... Tell it to go. But it didn't. Why didn't you leave, little spider? Why didn't you leave? <sighs> Even the dog is upset. She's running around the house trying to figure out what's going on in her front yard. Craziness, doggy. Craziness. And that's life here in the heartland. Where the spiders grow so large... They threaten you in the middle of movies, in the middle of your living room. Big, big things. Yeah. I don't do anything small out here. So we just finished watching the first episode of Midnight Texas, which is apparently going to be on NBC. We watched it on Hulu, because that's how we do. I really liked it. It's based apparently on a Charlene Harris novel series of novels that I have not read. Read some of the Suki Stackhouse novels, liked them. Liked True Blood. I like the cast. I like a good supernatural show. My concern with this one is it was weird. 
I don't say that in a bad way. It was the kind of weird that I like. Like, the vampire was quirky. I really enjoyed him. The witch? Oh, my goodness. I, I really, really like the witch. The ghosts were creepy. The reverend was interesting. The tattoo people were fun. I'm trying not to give spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, yeah, but I think the biggest problem that I have with it is it's a quirky show it's a strange show it's a weird show and it's on one of the big three networks and yeah quirky shows don't often last on the big three if it was a Netflix show or if it wasn't what we thought it was when we went into it in Hulu original it might have a chance because on a platform like that they kind of let a show breathe and have find its creative footing and do the things that it wants to do. I don't know if NBC's going to let that happen. I hope it does. I hope to be proven wrong. It's kind of like The Gifted show coming out on Fox. It looks really good, but it also looks kind of weird, looks kind of strange, and looks like they're going to get very comic booky with it. And I'm hoping that they do, but I don't trust Fox. Fox doesn't deal well with quirky, weird shows. They like their cookie cutters. And I don't want it to become 24 with superheroes. But yeah, if you haven't checked out Midnight Texas, maybe we'll do a spoiler review of the show. Um, I just found out about it tonight. I don't know how long it's actually been up. There's only the one episode up on Hulu right now. But it was entertaining. It's a fun premise for a show. It's a fun setup. Our main character is a psychic whose dead grandmother tells him to move to this city mid called Midnight in Texas where he will be safe. Somebody is hunting him. And of course he gets to Midnight, Texas and shenanigans ensue. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's fun. It, it, to be honest, it gave me a lot of the vibe that Charmed did back in the day where it's kind of spooky, it's kind of, you know, offbeat, it's quirky, and I'm hoping it kind of goes that way, because I love Charmed, and I always have a place in my heart for a show like that. It also kind of reminded me of a short-lived series called The Gates, which I really think could have been an amazing show, but wasn't given a chance to show where it could go. So the episodes that they did make were really good and interesting. So we'll have to see what happens with all this. But if you've seen The Gates or Midnight Texas, I have to get used to saying that. It's, it doesn't roll off my tongue easily. Call in. Let me know. And we will talk about it. Because there's a lot in there that I want to talk about. But I want to wait till they... I feel safe to do a spoiler episode because I don't like it when you guys have to skip ahead because you haven't seen things. So that's your homework. Watch it and we will reconvene and talk about it later. So I spent most of the day today finishing up everything that I needed to do in the Pivot Persevere audit of everything that I do. And I have seen the way forward. I have seen the path that I shall walk. And path thy name is Patreon. And this was not an easy decision. And it's not one that 
was comfortable because I had to write everything for the page. And you guys know me, I don't like talking about myself I get, like I'm doing right now, stammery and uncomfortable. And luckily, um, Brian and a friend sat down and went over everything that I had written and helped me polish it up to make it not so stammery and <laughs> broken because, you know, I don't like talking about myself. But what this means is for as little as $1 a month, that's $12 a year, you will will be able to sign up over there at patreon.com slash cedorset or just go to projectshadow.com and click the Patreon link and I'll take you over there. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you... <laughs> That wasn't a ghost, though I feel like it sh- was. Brian just checked the door, because that's what he does. Remember this tale of the epic spider? Maybe we'll get him to tell us what happened with all that. Is it dead? The giant one ran off. The giant one ran off. And now the dog's all crazy and upset. Oh, it's all kind of crazy here. Skunk just moved in outside and my dog's going crazy. So I'm going to just say this fast. If you want to get a copy of everything that I write this year before anybody else gets a copy of it, head over to patreon.com slash cedorset and check it out there. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll talk to you about it more. The dog's going crazy, and I need to get the podcast posted. So have fun, everybody, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>